The Mermaid Bride by Alexandra Ely. Read by Alexandra Ely. Have you ever wondered why mermaids lure so many sailors to their watery deaths? Are they really ending their lives or merely just their lives on land? Neve stood at the end of the little dock in the little harbor of the little fishing town. Her wool petticoats, heavy with the dampness from the thick mist, clung to her legs. Her light auburn hair stuck to her cheeks in wet strands. Less than a day ago, she entered the town in newlywed bliss with her husband, Aiden. She thought the fog hovering over the residence was just coastal weather. If only she knew then what she did now. She should have listened to her gut instinct when she noticed there were no young men in the village. It was mostly women of varying ages, all of whom stared hard and longing at Aiden, as though he was a strange sight to behold. The few men that were there were old and past their prime in life. Even they stared at him. It was an old town. Neve quieted her inquiries with the thought that young men had moved on to new prospects. In a way, she was right. Staring into the dense bank of sickly fog, hugging the earth in its chilling grip, Neve traced every possible scenario in her mind, just as Aiden had taught her. They were on their way to Plymouth for his promotion to captain. He arranged a few extra days, travel, for a brief honeymoon. Oh, she was so excited. He worked long and hard for these additional days, and this old town was supposed to be a quick stop along the way. Now he was gone. Neve wheezed, taking in a deep breath, and hot tears trickled down her cold cheeks. Her heart ached with fear, and panic pulsated through her with each beat. The mist swirled around her, almost soaking through to her stays. She pulled her red cloak closer to her. She looked down at the torn page in her hand she had taken from the old woman's book. Caught in the fisherman's net, their eyes met. His the sturdy color of land, and hers the ever-ebbing ocean blue. Taking her from the net was his fate. A touch of her scales cut his hand. Sealed their love true, never to return to land. A life underwater before him to be her only mate. There was only one thing Neve could do. Go after him. The siren's call is mute to a woman's ears, and she would search every cave, every port, every deserted island, hunting the mermaid who stole her husband from her. Spending the eternity of her life at sea looking for Aiden would be fuller than giving the mermaid the satisfaction of keeping him. The water lapped and pawed at the dock's legs, and boats creaked and rocked in the gentle harbor ripples. A boat knocked at the dock's edge where she stood. It was not a grand vessel beckoned to be used, as though it called to her. I know where to find him. Her eyes wandered, taking in her surroundings. No one was about. She had their few belongings with her, and the knife with the carved handle Aiden gave her when they left her hometown. "'Tis a grand world outside your village,' he said. "'You never know when you might need to protect yourself. Use it as I showed you.' Tossing their carpet bag with a broken handle into the little dinghy, Neve stepped into the wobbling boat. It was a wonder it stayed afloat. Casting off, she gripped the oars and rowed to open sea. What lay before her, inches in the fog or miles beyond, she didn't know. Her search may be futile from the start. Finding Aiden before it was too late may be in vain. What if she did find him? And what if he... No, she couldn't let herself think it. She rowed on. Rowing until her back was stiff and her hands blistered, Neve slumped to the floor in fatigued exhaustion. The fog had not lifted. If anything, it grew heavier and it pressed upon her. 
The grinding sound of the boat running aground startled her awake from her restless faint. Climbing out, she stepped foot on an island of rock. It was barren, with craggy peaks jutting out of the icy Atlantic waters. Aiden had shown her maps of Cornwall's coast, and no rock formation such as this appeared on any of the charts. She leaned on the boat to shove off when a noise, a laughter caught her ear. Pulling the boat on shore and securing it, Neve scrambled up the weather-worn rocks. At the crest, she gazed down upon a lagoon bustling with sea creatures. Seals barked, dolphins chirped, and whales spouted mist into the air. This phenomenon was not what gripped Neve to her very core. It was the throng of mermaids and mermen encircling a large rock in the middle of it all. It was a celebration, and more were coming to the jubilee. Neve's heart leapt. Aiden was on the rock, lying limp and unconscious. She had to hold herself back from instantly leaping towards him, too soon to reveal herself. There were two people perched on the rock with him, an older merman, the old king, with a crown of gnarled coral spiking up to three points, twisting around shells that glimmered in the diffused light. His hair was loose to his shoulders and white from age. A dorsal fin protruded from his back and slits of gills down his neck. By him was a young mermaid. Her sun-gold hair was pulled up on one side, fastened by a shell over her pointed ear that feathered into a fin. Gills graced her neck, and her webbed fingers ran along strings of pearls draped around her shoulders. Shells seemed to grow across her body like barnacles fused on a ship. Her skin was textured with scales, and her shoulders were ribbed like that of a shell. On her forearm cast a bracelet of coral, and her tail draped over the rock beside Aiden like a silken blanket. Aiden was still a man, but the transformation would soon be taking place. Neve had to act fast if she was going to save him from a life underwater. Her first inclination was to crawl over the rocks down to the lagoon. There was a small strait between the rock where Aiden lay and the rest of the island. She could wade that to get to him. Unbuckling her red cape, Neve took off every brightly colored item she wore. Her shins handkerchief, her green gown and yellow petticoat, stripped down to her last petticoat and brown stays, she began to crawl over the ridge when her hand loosened a rock and, it, and toppled and clanked down the hard, cold slate. A seal turned its head and barked, catching the attention of a merman who looked in her direction. Neve ducked. Crawling on land wasn't going to work. She would be seen for sure. Peeking over the ridge again, a new idea formed. She would swim around to the lagoon, like the merpeople, then help Aiden across the watery strait and they could crawl back over the rock to the boat. The land would be to their benefit in a plethora of sea creatures and merfolk. It was risky. If they should be caught in those few feet of water between the rock and the lagoon and the main island, they'd drown for sure. Placing her clothes in the boat for a quick getaway, she took the dagger, just in case. Stepping into the cold Atlantic waters, she sent a shiver up her spine. She joined the end of what seemed to be a clan of merfolk coming to the ceremony. Neve kept the sidelines, hiding from unwanted attention. A mermaid with hair as blue as indigo and scales along her shoulders, neck, and face emerged beside her. Neve started with fright from the creature's appearance. The mermaid's eyes were round like an animal's. She glared at Neve and then down at her hand holding the knife in the water. The mermaid drew back her lips in a curdling hiss, showing sharp, pointed teeth. Neve tried to swim away, but there was no hope of escaping such a creature's stealth. The mermaid was atop her, and they plunged into the depths, struggling over the dagger. The mermaid went after the knife first, but once she learned Neve was not helpless in defending herself, she went after her throat, then used her tail to whack the weapon out of Neve's grip. 
panic heightened in Neve as her chest grew tight. The force of the tail knocked the blade from her hand and sent it settling down on the sandy ocean floor not far below them. It was within reach if she could get the slimy hands off her. Nia forced her hands down upon her opponent's elbows, breaking the mermaid's grip on her neck. She then shoved her as far away as possible. Billows of air bubbles surrounded the mermaid as she yelled from the strike. Nia went to the surface for a quick breath before diving back down for the knife. She felt the creature's webbed hands and clothes around her ankle. Nia stretched for the knife. Her fingertips touched it. It was just barely out of reach. Neve pressed her free foot against the mermaid's shoulder and thrusting with all her might separated them. Gliding through the water, Neve gripped the blade, turning around to face the mermaid. She shut her eyes tight and held the dagger out before her. The creature tackled her, ramming herself into the dagger. Blood leaked and swirled into the water around them. Neve surfaced with a sputtering gasp. Her lungs burned and her cough rattled in her chest. She tried to be quiet, fearful that she would attract attention. She managed her way to a nearby rock to catch her breath. Neve never killed anyone before. She wasn't sure if that thing could be called a human or not, but it looked like one. And that stung deep in her heart. It was self-defense. She knew that, but she still felt sick. Collecting her wits, she used the rock to push herself to see above the throng of sea creatures between her and Aiden. The ceremony started. Neve shoved off through the water, worming her way past mermaids and mermen and sea creatures alike in a desperate attempt to reach Aiden before he came into contact with the young mermaid's scales. What she would do to stop the ritual when she got there, she didn't know. All she thought of was getting there. A shriek rose above the old king's voice, who spoke in an unnatural and strange tongue. His concentration broken. The ceremony was interrupted. The young mermaid strained to see what was happening over the crowd. A commotion from the back of the congregation rippled through to the front. A panic surged and chaos to escape to ensued. Neve was pushed and shoved underwater, gasping for air and getting mouthfuls of salt water. She scrambled to get to the rock. Through the uproar, Neve saw a merman holding the mermaid she had fought with and killed. His pitiful sobs clutched her heart. She felt for him. Neve's empathy was broken when she felt a rough hand grasp hers. Looking up, she came face to face with the young mermaid, eyes piercing and fierce. Neve grabbed hold of the young mermaid's hand, yanking her into the water, and scrambled out of it at the same time. Aiden was all who remained on the rock. Aiden! She rushed to him, her hands and feet bleeding from the fight and climbing on the rock. He began to stir. Putting his arms around her neck, Neve got him to stand and they staggered toward the strait between them and the rock island. Pushing Aiden into the water first, Neve jumped in after him. Stumbling, carrying his dead weight, Neve reached the main shore of the island. She had to crawl onto the bank first and then taking him under his arms, hoisted him up. Neve saw the young mermaid emerge from the water only feet away from them. The young mermaid's bloodshot eyes shone almost purple against her blue-tinted skin. Her stare chilled Neve, and she feared the creature. The gray weather turned black with storm clouds. Chaos continued in the lagoon, and the waters rose in high, violent waves. The worry forefront in Neve's mind was to not let Aiden drown. It doesn't take gallons of water for such an accident to happen, and she didn't have a good grip on him. The young mermaid slithered towards them in the water, like a venomous snake, coy and cunning. Neve pulled on Aiden to lift him out of the water, but he was heavy and she was on slippery grounds. Wait, wait, Neve called. She didn't know if the mermaid would understand her. 
but she had to try. Listen to me. We both can't have him. The young mermaid stopped. I understand you don't want to release him. You think he's yours and you'd fight fierce for him. But he was mine first. He gave his heart to me. He would only think he loves you because you've tricked him. That's not real. Is that what you want? Neve's eyes pleaded with the creature. Her voice cracked with emotion and tears were brimming her lashes. The young mermaid stared. You must believe me when I say all of this is a lie. Just because your people have made it work doesn't make it right. You're taking him against his will. Wouldn't you rather have someone choose to be with you because he loved you? Aiden chose me. He's mine. Unlike you, I will fight to the death for him. Neve's voice grew stronger, her face matching the young mermaid's in all determination. He's mine, and I'm taking him back. Let us go, Neve ordered. The storm's threat grew in response to the young mermaid's hot temper when Neve ordered her, but this didn't frighten Neve away. They locked eyes, and Neve's confidence never wavered. But out of the corner of her eye, she saw a black, glassy wall of water approaching them. Turning her gaze, she gasped. There was no time to react before the wave's force fell upon them. All went black. Neve startled awake. Squinting her eyes, she lifted her hand to shade her face from the sun in the morning horizon. Its dazzling colors shone bright orange, pink, and yellow, and the ocean's reflection as it ascended into the sky. She was on a beach. The old fishing village was some yards away. Neve's eyes scanned her surroundings in a frantic panic for Aiden, remembering all that had happened. He lay peacefully beside her. They were on the blanket, the one her grandmother made her as a wedding gift. Aiden, she shook his shoulder. He rolled over, smiling when he saw her. Good morning. What? How did we... What happened? What do you mean? He sat, stretching his arms, yawning. What do I mean? Do you not remember anything of yesterday? Neve sat up on her knees, swishing her loose, dry hair over one shoulder. Their pony grazing nearby caught her eye, and then the stale fire beside them and the traveling bag. You didn't want to stay in the village, Aiden gave her a sidelong glance as he helped her to her feet. You said you didn't feel safe, thus we made camp here. It was as far as we got before nightfall. Her eyes screwed close together in an inquisitive stare. That's it? I think you had too much wine last night, Aiden said, taking a rope to fetch their pony. Nia turned towards the water, hands on her head. It felt so real. She looked at her hands and feet for signs of cuts she knew she had, but there was no trace of them. The ocean was calm and the beach was clean. No signs of a storm. Packing their belongings, they began their journey again. They walked at first, Aiden leading the pony ahead of her. Nia turned to gaze at the beach one last time. She caught her breath and stopped herself calling for Aiden. On the rocks by the cliff, she saw her, the young mermaid. She was watching them. They were not so far away that she couldn't make out the details on the strangely beautiful creature's face. It was as strong and tenacious as before, but there was respect. The young mermaid nodded to Neve, and it was returned before she dove into the water. Neve watched her tail flick water into the air, and she dove. Never again would Neve see her. Looking at the dolphins, Neve came behind her. Dolphins? Yes. See right there? He pointed. Oh, if only he knew. Neve did see dolphins, but she knew there was much more than that swimming off the shore. She looked up at Aiden, his eyes gazing out at the marvelous view. His face was sure and content. Wrapping her arms around him, Neve smiled. 
sure and content herself that they could survive anything the big town of Plymouth had to offer after this. The end. Thank you for listening to this podcast by Happy London Press. The idea of the Mermaid Bride came to me while being stuck in LA traffic. I was talking with my boyfriend, uh, my husband now, and our conversation was starting to waver and the storyteller that I am decided to come up with this story to pass the time. It did exactly that and I have enjoyed writing it ever since and I do hope that you've enjoyed listening to it. Thank you.